What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? 2021 is here. A lot of stuff happening. Outrageous fun. Season three. What's up, everybody? What up? I have a was, question. Oh shoot! What were you? I had a question. Was that intro? Did it say twenty twenty one? A lot happening. Yeah. Wow. This is ha- only this one year. I was just gonna say the same thing. What like, the when, hell? I was about to be like, when does uh, season four technically start? That this has only been ten months of this. It feels like fucking ninety months <laughs> Holy of this. Holy shit! <laughs> it feels like I'm wow. done. Feels like we're supposed to be done with the show. Right. Soon. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Good for us. Ten months. Ten months is that's exhausting. I'm just saying a lot of stuff happened and you said that it's twenty twenty one, a lot of stuff happening. It's still crazy. Wow. Wow. Okay. Good for us. All right. What's up, bro? What up? Miss you. I, I miss you too. Um I have something really quick to share with you. Sure. So we recently we talked me and Dylan talked about how we fired our therapist. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh Dr. Oh, you're J. leading with this. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real it's cause it's so quick. I have to I haven't told you yet. I just gotta get it off my chest. So I uh forgot that so i had i had started the process of firing him but i basically he was like i'm going away for like the next month you and even a half ghost your therapist don't you <laughs> i ghost everybody <laughs> <laughs> it's way easier that way at first but uh <laughs> so i i was like he was like i'm gonna be away like we have to schedule an appointment i was like you know what we'll wait till you come back in a month and a half and he scheduled an appointment for when I when he came back, I didn't know. So all of a sudden, Wednesday comes around. A month and a half later, I think I got rid of Doctor John, and then he's calling me, and I have to pay two hundred dollars for a fucking session. Here we go. I'm back in it. No, you don't. Though. But he call, it was it was scheduled. He I give him that one. So so then I told him I was like, listen, I don't want to uh, I don't want to do one next week. Maybe the next week after that. Cause I was like, you know, whatever. I'll, then I'll end it. I was just pushing it off. Right? You didn't want to break up with him. Didn't want to break up with him. It was just on the phone. I'm not trying to do it on the Frankie's phone. Frankie's got strong opinions about Dr. Frank, Dr. John. Yeah, the guys. Grow up, grow you're gonna hate him now. I'm gonna end it. But oh, you're I gonna was hate. Muted. Grow a pair. You're gonna hate him, right? So I know I have no balls, zero balls. He didn't teach you that. No, well, this is my point. He's not a good therapist. I should have <laughs> fucking cojones, yeah. but I have none. He's a pussy. So anyway, I'm a pussy. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, I texted him like basically. Oh, you know, actually, I'm canceling next week. I'll let you know when I need a session. So I'm really starting the process. And he goes, hold on. <laughs> this is he response. did the same. I broke up with him via text also because I couldn't do it over the that's, phone. That's why I want to read exactly what he said. Did he Did he quote? Did he at me? Huh? Did he? No, of course he didn't at you. That'd be. That's just the narcissist in me. I got to go back. Of interest. Yeah. So like that's just the narcissist the in me. I should go back. Yeah. But anyway. he, he doesn't bring your name up. So, uh. Hard to believe there, <laughs> big chief. So he goes, hi, Joe. And this is like, I'll say it like uh-huh. in his voice. Hi, Joe. When you are ready to schedule an appointment, don't hesitate to check in and we can search for a time that works for both of us. I do hope you're okay. You are okay. I'm worried about you. That's how he ends it. I'm worried about you. You know what? Fuck you, man. Yeah. I, I was fine. I thought I was good. Shouldn't you ask like, you've seen, like, I felt, gr- I feel great going into this week. <laughs> Clearly, maybe not. I'm, like, losing my mind a little bit right now. Right. But, like, I, you're, you're, you're trying to say how good you are, but you're also breaking a nervous sweat. I know. So I'm I just know. wondering where you're actually So, at. I, my point is, like, either I'm fine and this guy's, like, a really manipulative therapist. Well, how do you is, feel? I feel like he's a manipulative therapist because I feel great. I feel okay. excellent. You feel good. But maybe... My, this got me thinking, am I okay? Is right. he worried about me? Because okay. what, what did we talk about the last time? I don't remember. I black out post-therapy. Right. Like, did I say something alarming? Now I want to know. He got me. He wrote me back in. 
but I'm not doing it. Well, he did that in. to me also. He ropes me back in. I'm like, I'm trying to shut it down, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I kept telling him, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm feeling good. Like, I really got nothing to say. And the reason I did it was because I'd be feeling great. I would get on the phone with him. He would make me start bringing up shit that bothers me but doesn't really bother me. And then I would just be fucking angry at the end. <laughs> and I would just be like, bro, you just took 200 of my dollars and I feel like dog shit now. Right. I'm and, thinking, I'm sitting and, and I didn't even, you know, it sucked. And if, and if you're a therapist, if you have a therapy session, you have nothing, like if I, if you had a good week, like nothing bad happened to right. me in the last, well, not really, but nothing bad really happened <laughs> to me that week. Like what? I got to then be like, yeah, well, I actually had a really good week, but I guess this one thing was kind of annoying. And then you just get angry yeah. for nothing. Yeah. So, so what I was doing was I would do that and then I'd be like, all right, like I'm aware of this. I'm going to keep doing it, but I'm going to be able to control it. So I'm going to go into some shit. But then when there's like 10 minutes left, I'm going to start pulling myself out of it. Just being like, I know what to do. So it was like, I did right. it that way. And then I was like, okay, I could just do this on my own now. Thanks for all the skills. You actually helped me. You were super helpful. I had a great time. Mm. But like we got it. And he was just no, like, nah. I got to cut that. I got to cut that because. Well, he did help me. I mean. I mean, yeah, he definitely, the only th way, he helped me. I won't say he didn't, but it was, I, I could have gotten the same help, really, if I just talked to, like, a bipartisan human. Like, someone who just had, Maybe. if I just talked to a stranger and said all the things that I said to him, I would have gotten the same Did he get something good out of it? Yeah, I guess, but it was just like, I would bitch and moan about, like, shit, and then he'd be like, well, you know, what do you, why do you think that happened? And I'd be like, well, obvi obviously, I think this is why it happened. And he'd be like, that seems hard. I'd be like, that's all you got? That's, I know it's hard. That's why I'm telling you. You got no advice, no nothing? Right. Taking me a little nudge? He doesn't nudge. No nudges. He just so says he's worried. I said, yeah, that sucks. He just dangles a carrot. He's like, here, here's the cure. That here does suck. Right I would here. say, though. If you get vaccinated, you could fucking jerk off in New York City public parking lots. Like, what are you fucking Was he trying to get you vaccinated? Maybe. No. Ah? Uh, did I bring up the He seems like the type of guy that would. I feel like his, politi I, his political yeah. side, like, because I was talking to him during, like, stuff. So, like, political yeah. stuff would come up to me. And then sometimes I could get, feel his skew. And I would just be like, nah, dude, fuck that. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Leave me alone, bro. You can't be throwing skew around. Yeah, he was throwing skew. He threw skew at me one time. I bet he threw a ton of skew at you. Yeah. Oh, tons of skew. <laughs> I was dripping skew by the end of the combo. He, that sounded nasty. Yeah. But uh, he, yeah, I remember one time I brought up, like, it was something about COVID. It was COVID related, but this was right. in the beginning. Oh, and man, I was just so like venting. I was, no, it was, it was probably honestly something about like you, or not you, but like the fucking, some liberal person giving me shit. And I was, my response. And his like. He took the side of the person who was giving you shit. Yeah, he was, he was just like, well, whoa, whoa, uh -huh. whoa. COVID is very serious. I was like, I didn't say it's not serious. You're my therapist. You didn't say anything the last two months I'm talking to you. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you got some shit to say, some yeah. corrective shit. Now you got corrective shit to say, bitch. Not today. Right. I'm with that. 100% yeah, I'm he's with a that. Bitch ass. So, yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck it. I did. I mean, I got something out of it. You got maybe something a little bit I got out of a little it. Whatever, out of it you, sure. whatever happened there. Yeah. I did have to break up with him via text. Right. And he pulled the same shit on me and was like, I don't think you're ready. Like, you know, people think that they're good, but then they actually have relapses. And like, all he was texting me all this fucked up shit. And I was just like, my guy, all you had to do was be like, yo, let's set up an appointment two months from now. <laughs> right. And, and then we'll you get snuck in. No, because I like I was doing like I was doing it slowly. I was like, I want to stop coming to therapy. What's the procedure? And he was like, Oh, like I don't think you're there yet. I'm like, I am. Let's go every other week, <laughs> every other week. And he was like, Okay, we started doing every other week. And then I was just like, I'm not fucking feeling this. And I'm like, I don't want to do once a month. But if he did be like, Yo, in two months from now, give me something to work with. Right. Don't be like you still have problems. I'm like, Bro, I'm feeling fucking great. Right. Don't tell me I got problems. So I, I think that is problems. that. 
Right. I think that's he's trying to keep you in for the cash. Also, I do one fun aspect of when Dylan thought he was done with therapy was Dylan told me he was done with therapy, and that night we had one of those like post uh, episode like bro outs, and you were like on one. <laughs> And I will. I vividly remember this was my old apartment, and you straight up spoke. Like we got into the threshold of my apartment, and you spoke until like one in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, "My guy, it's not like so it's the guy I, who I got in his car today yeah, and he told me a story but, till we got." But to But that, that was a fun story. Right. This was like these were sad things, oh, and I was fuck. like, and I remember my response was just like, "Remember an hour ago when you said you were done with Doctor John? You should call him tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe we should call him." Um, down the end, though. But no, I do feel good. That's great. I do feel good. As long as that, uh, even I think as a first therapy thing, maybe you'll need a therapist again, but you find a different one. I think I need a, like a life coach. Like a th- right. I need someone to tell me what to do. I don't need someone to like hear my fucking sad bullshit. Well, I, as someone who has hired a life coaching, can I t- chat about that real quick just to mm-hmm. kind of like put some stuff into the world? Sure. So I hired a, a physical therapy business coaching thing. Okay. It's fucking lit, and these people just give me. It's called the Honey Badger Project. Sounds like something the government's working on. <laughs> like, no, but like Honey like Badgers, Project Paperclip or whatever. It's Honey Badgers have no fear. That's what. That's why he picks Honey Badgers. He sent me a mug, that is the and it says Honey Badger fucking, don't give a shit. No, nah, dude, it's not the, lame. It's I, sick. I'm telling you, no, it's not it's lame. It's the lamest thing I've. It's ever. not lame. It's the sick. Honey. I like the Honey Badger Project as a name, but the the reason for the name makes me feel that's what corny. Honey Badgers are. Uh, I mean, it's, I, it's definitely I'm sure a little that's corny. True. It's definitely a little corny. Yeah, it's candy but it's, corn. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, their whole mission, the project's mission, is to um, expose and break the healthcare system in America. Ooh. So it's like teaching physical therapists. See, it is a government thing. I it knew is. it. Well, it's an anti-government that's thing. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's fucking sweet. That's what I'm saying. It's like but, anti-insurance. Right? It's all cash-based. It's fucking lit. Ooh, anti-insurance. Yo, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck health insurance. I'm all for health Yeah, you don't have health. Yeah. Health insurance is trash. Right. Mine is trash and it's expensive. So I've been working with them. I'm like generating leads. I took a sales course. Like I'm in it. Right. In it. I spoke to, I haven't made any sales yet. Right. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. But I'm like really starting to find my rhythm a little bit. I had another one today, finding my rhythm a little bit. Spoke with a woman from Lesotho. What's that? Which I never even heard of before. Of course you did. I posted the shit on this Facebook group. Like I'm a I'm a PT. Like I'm doing this thing. Blah blah. Reach out if you have questions. Mm. And this woman's from Lesotho. I don't even know where that is. It's in South Africa. Sounds like the capital of like the fucking Epstein Islands. <laughs> Sounds like Lesotho. Barcelona. Talk to a lady in South Africa. Talk to a lady in Australia talking to a lady in london so like people are starting to reach out it's fucking sweet that's sweet so things are happening on that front that's cool so life stay tuned for my so- first uh sale but also this is a life coaching service and they're fucking intense rocking my world so that's what i need yeah i need someone to be like you're a pussy and here's how we fix that right not oh, here are the baby. 10 steps to stop being a pussy right for, <laughs> like i'm yeah. begging you for them steps <laughs> yeah. i've been googling that once a week for years I here are the 10 shit. steps yeah it's great that's awesome. It's uh, it's a, it's it's a cool. It's great. Though I feel like the problem with you, you lucked out because you found like a niche life coach. The problem with a life coach is like if you Google too broad life coach near me. All right, I need to know so much about you to like feel comfortable. Like, what have you done in your life that qualifies you to tell me what to do? Right. Are you worth like a bajillion? Because if you're not, I don't really want to hear it. Like, I don't even believe you. It is you. so. What I if this is your only income, you already lost me. Right. 
It's crazy that how specific it is to what I need. Right. Yeah, where I was just perfect. like, this is a fucking no-brainer. They're a life coach. It's like a boot camp. It's like a mental. They talk about like, you know, they always post like motivational shit in the comment section. Like there's different channels on Slack and one's like just motive. It's like about performance. They posted this thing about Michael Jordan's coach about like deterrent. So it's like this Ooh, whole, like that. it's like got Gary V vibes. And then also it's like for, it's for healthcare workers, but the guy's a physical therapist. So what a, it's perfectly what I need. It is exactly what you need. It's exactly what I need. So you need the insurance version. I need that. the insurance version, or really, I just need a general life version. Like it doesn't need to be insurance specific. Business related. Business related. You know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when you follow when you get into influencers like a Gary V or like uh, those types of guys, motivational guys like um, what's his name, Tom Billy or those guys. You like hear their voice when you're like trying to pump yourself up, and you like feel like you need that specific person, and you're just constantly searching. You're like, how how can I get exact? You're waiting for that person to post like the answer to your exact question mm-hmm. online. It's never gonna happen. You just gotta find some dude, I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah. I have these people, and I like went with a very specific. I had a Q and A this morning. Showed up with a very specific What's his first question. Name? Frank Benedetta. I didn't ask for New Jersey guy. I'll That's give him the free shout out. Little guinea of the guys, his bitch? Yeah, he's a New Jersey guy. Does he have that old school fucking attitude? Like an old school well, Italian vibe? His uh not, I don't really get a lot of Italian vibes from him, but his like it's very much just like do the work, no bullshit, let's fucking get shit done. That seems Italian enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's like lasagna's for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was pitifully racist <laughs> holy <laughs> shit dude yeah oh my god yeah that's what he said why don't you go black out and drink a beer and piss yourself you irish piece of shit like that's what you just said that's what you just said that's hilarious though <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny <laughs> oh man why don't you go salsa dance in the corner you puerto rican <laughs> no, you're not puerto rican enough for me to give you like, oh but i want to be jokes. so bad i know you do i know, I know you do Damn. You're almost there, man. Damn Irish. If your dad was a Saxon features. <laughs> such a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's dope. I like that uh, you got that going on. I'm in, I'm in it right now. So in it. I'm oh. waiting I'm waiting for it to really pour into your personality. Like, your every day-to-day, like, conversations I have with you. I'm waiting for that, like, intensity to come through. Luckily, it hasn't yet. But I'm no, I don't. I, yeah. You're just going to identify happen. as like a hard boss to the wall guy. It's going to be intense to be around. But I'll be, I'm here Honestly, for it. Honestly, well, I'm feeling it happening, bro. Like this past weekend I did this kind of – this past weekend I had nothing to do. It was fucking great. We hung out on Friday. Saturday did Oh, my God. Nothing. We hung out on Friday. It was great. We had a great time. It was. Dude. dude. Joe finally came to my apartment. So, fucking the de, de Blasio oh, and I, the mandates. My friend can't come hang out with me. <laughs> so I finally go to Dylan's godforsaken apartment. So, no, so it's an hour and a half drive from where I live now. Which was like the first problem yeah. <laughs> of of a few, but uh, Dylan's old apartment, like I would f- maybe spend five to ten minutes looking for parking. Always found it, and if I couldn't find it, there was parking garages everywhere. It was easy as it was so easy. It was weird how easy it was. Upper West, that was Upper East Side. Upper West Side, I show up. I'm expecting the same, if not an easier experience. I was like confident it was gonna be way easier. So I'm like, I spent five minutes looking, ten minutes looking. It's like now fifteen to twenty minutes later. I call Dilda and I fucking flip out of my. I literally head. was just like, "Hello," and he was like, "There's no fucking spots in this fucking town, and fuck you for making me come here." I was like, "Here we go." I was like, "We're gonna have fun tonight, but I'm never coming back yeah. here again." So I fucking. So Dylan's like, don't worry, I'll get the car, we'll look. And I went into like three different garages, all full. Yeah. Every garage is full. That happened to me too. It was insane. So I get in the car with Dylan, 
And we're looking. We drove what fifteen blocks on Broadway? Something. We like drove that? like it was eight blocks. Okay, eight, wasn't that eight far. to ten blocks yeah. on Broadway? We then we looped back around, went back the other way on the other side, and find find a find spot. spot. I parked. Mr. Besmianov was born in 1939. Frankie, I can hear that. In a is that the KGB? Thanks, buddy. Um, I don't know, but that was ridiculous. It was. <laughs> Whatever that was to it just was, hear. I hate a 50s like TV voice. It's and always we're a little, here today yeah, with that. Man. Right. So, uh, so we fucking whip around. And I pull in a spot. I get out. I'm paying. Mid-pay. And this angel of a man. Angel. This, this brown gentleman. Yeah. Just goes, hey, you can't park there. You know that, right? And I'm just like, now I'm screaming fuck. Because now I'm really pissed. Because now I'm like, well, there's no spots in this whole street. Holy shit. Happen Goes freaking see. out. I'm freaking out. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Get back in the car. The second I get in, the guy's like, wait, no, he's leaving. He's <laughs> yeah. the same guy. He's like, look, he's leaving. I'm like, oh shit. This little ass BMW toy car pulls like takes 45 minutes to pull out of this spot. Gets out of the spot. And I had I pulled off, I think, the most impressive the tightest, parallel park. One of the tightest parallel parks in the game. Dylan, it was I was a, a huge, huge player. I was a huge player huge in its completion. Teamwork. Big time getting loud on the streets, giving direction. We were getting centimeters from the car in the back, centimeters from the car in the front. Centi- we fucking skeet, skeet, I mean, skeet. it was airtight. Yeah. It was airtight. You forgot to tell the part where we finally find the spot after looking for like 30 minutes for Joe, 10 minutes for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Joe, he's like, fuck yeah. So we go to the first spot. We go and start backing in. At that oh, exact moment, a man stepped and Joe is, has the car in reverse. A man steps off the curb and an Uber pulls up like right in Joe's like blind spot pretty much, but also like pulled into the spot a little bit. So like we couldn't go back, but Joe was already going back and he was like not taking no for an answer. So Joe's just like screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, fucking move, man, (laughs) move. But she's backing up at the same time, like at the guy and the guy's like, Fight or flight, just like standing like a fucking deer in the headlights. Fucking so the the Uber pulled up behind me and the guy who was getting in the Uber opens the door. Now I start backing up. It was absurd. It was insane. For and you to start backing up. No, no, I started backing they shouldn't up. shouldn't have gone there, but it was. I was like, dude, you got to stop backing up. Well, I was backing up because I was like sticking out. So I backed up a little bit. I wasn't going to pull no, in while the door was open. you were backing up because you were furiously I was, angry. I was furious, but I wasn't going to back into the spot with the door open. The guy should have backed up also, though. I he should have just gotten out of the way. It was the insane that he went up. there. It was insane that he just got in the way of the spot while yeah, I'm parking that's to pick what it was. up and you were gonna run him nerdy, over, yeah. his nerdy-ass fucking guy. So this nerdy fucking do- weeb of a fucking dude with a, bi- a big-ass binder in his hand. I don't know what he was doing, but it was so fucking nerdy, I hated him. So he's opens the door. I start backing up. He freaks out, backs away, leaves the door open. Now he won't, now he won't get in the car. So now it's like, and I'm screaming at the Uber driver. He's like, the guy won't get in. I'm like, well, fucking move. And then he's like, yeah. And then he starts getting in again. Then he backs away again. I'm like, oh, my God. It was and like he, when you're, like, opening the, the door for someone and they pull the thing at the same time. Like, right. it was that for, like, Except a good two minutes straight. it was a stupid straight. man. Yeah. So then I, whatever. We find this spot and I get in with a sick-ass park. I sleep over. We time it because it says 8 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m. You can't park there. So we wake up at 7.30, or we wake up at whatever, 7.45, we walk down there, I get there at like 7.55, right before 8 o'clock, parking ticket, fucking street cleaning that day, one half hour earlier, I, w- I would have been golden, and I got a $65 parking ticket. It sucks. Oh, it sucked. Definitely sure. sucks. Sucked, hate to sure. see it. Hate to see it. Absolutely but I, hate to see it. Well, we had a great time. Had a good time. Saturday, had nothing to do, had the whole day to myself, and... Uh, I saw the new, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to see a movie. I was like walking around, I was like, what should I do today? I'm like, I'm going to the movie theaters alone. I'm going to be that guy. So I go and see the new uh, Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. 
Oh yeah, the Asian one. Snake Eyes, isn't it called Snake Eyes? No, I thought it was. Oh, called I thought it was called Snake Eyes. Shang Chi. Sure. Yeah, Shang Chi and Looks the Legend cool. of the Ten Rings. Oh. Dude, started off pretty lit. There was like a like a bus fight scene Ooh. in the first like five minutes maybe, and I was like, "This is gonna be fucking awesome." I don't. Want, are you gonna see the movie? Can I yeah, get some spoilers? I'll, I mean, why would you spoil a random Marvel? Movie? Sure. Is that our goal on the fucking outrageous fun podcast to just drop heat on the on the Marvel movie? That I will came? just say, what are we? It was dope. We have an identity crisis going on. It was dope, right. but I really thought. Like You're it, about to spoil the ending. I can smell it on your breath. <laughs> All right, fine. But for real, <laughs> the ending? Just fucking spoil it. I'm not going to watch the shit. I just didn't want you to tell a dumbass plot line. It just wasn't, you know. I was trying to cut that shit off the knee. I think it just it just got so mythical. Like it started uh, in a place where I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, were superheroes not mythical enough for you? I'm sorry. But what dude, world are like, we watching here? It just got, it was like it's Stranger Things at Geographic. the end. It just went from a bus scene. Well, because you're not versed in the, in the, in in the, the multiverse. multiverse. I'm not versed That's in the multiverse. That's a you problem, bro. Everybody else is aware of the multiverse. Well, as an outsider and a consumer, I have an opinion. You just no started, one cares you just about it. You started doing but... psychedelics. You can't even fathom the fucking multiverse? I mean, I'm with the multiverse. Right. I'm with it. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, it came. It just escalated so quickly. It was like things are so normal. And then the, the first 10 minutes were an awesome fight scene. And then the last 10 minutes were like... Just so it was like not mythical to the last ten minutes, and then it got so mythical so fast. Well, that's what that's how they tie that into like the Avengers. Probably they tie right, it like into Thor all the other and Ragnarok, yeah, and so now you're gonna have some big movie, and then Shang Chi guy is gonna be in it. Right? You know, that's he how kicks they do that. ass, bro. He was fucking yoked, and he was fucking people up. It Dude, was a strong sweet. Asian guy, scariest type of guy. On yeah, the he took his, and they really hit it well. They put him in like a very basic tee that and wasn't shred, and then his like shirt got ripped off. I was like, damn, <laughs> this boy is fucking big. Yeah, dude. Love to see it. Intimidating looking. Yeah. You know? Dude, there's something about like a strong, jacked Asian guy. Yeah. The most unpredictable human being you could possibly he, imagine. He was a badass motherfucker. I think that means that's the, on the hierarchy of people I wouldn't fuck with, jacked Asian guy might be number one. Might be number one. Any type of Russian wouldn't be fun. Right. But Russians also, I feel like they have a clumsy factor. Like, okay. Asian people don't fall down. Asian people okay. are like cats. They got like nine lives and they land on their feet. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, Russian guys, I feel like they're big, strong, clumsy sometimes. Okay. You can get the clumsy aspect of there. No Asian guy is clumsy. They squat and shit. Like, there's no... They're precise. They, they're very, very precise. All right, you're banking on the... Uh, if the one thing you got for the Russian dudes are that they're clumsy, you better... You're pretty fucking clumsy, too. I Listen, I didn't. I, we're not talking about me. I don't stand a chance against any of these people. But if I'm taking my bets, I think I go with, with the... I go with... I would rather fight against strength than just, like... You know, if somebody could kick me three times before I even knew I got kicked one time, I'm not into that whole shit. Right. That That's was what this dude shit. was doing. Right. He was like, wow. Like, you ever see Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. All that crazy shit? Yeah, I'm all set. I'll take the fucking brick hands all day of that icy Russian guy. That's funny. <laughs> the uh, So, real quick, I just want to talk about the state of New York City. Okay. Right? So, we were hanging out the other day. First of all, Joe clearly had not been... In Manhattan in a while because he was like a scared little, a All scared right. little sheep All walking right. around. Whoa, with the sheep! <laughs> yeah, oh, who's the that? sheep here, Mister Vaccine? You hear that? Who's the you sheep? Scared here, little sheep, you fucking white boy. Joe was uh, startled by 
all the bumps was, that went in the night. All, like a car. Okay. Right, we were crossing you're forgetting the street. We smoked two joints prior to crossing that road, and I was saving I was your fine. life in my mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the car was a hundred feet away. And afterwards, I was like, I looked at him. He's like, yeah, that car was super far away. I'll, I'll, re- I'll realize that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't been to New York City in a while. I'm really I, jumpy right now. I was very jumpy. I forgot like what it was like. We were in a park, pace. and Joe was like looking around, Dude, tweaking and shit. Dude, was popping the fuck off. It was. Well, in, also in my defense, I haven't seen like New York City homeless people in a minute, and we're baked, and we're walking through this dark-ass park at midnight, and on the way in is just a... Gag a gaggle? I don't know. A group of homeless people. A gaggle. Dirty Mike uh-huh. and the boys. Dirty Mike and the boys. And there was literally some homeless woman taking like a dump or something. Like yeah. she was squatting and shit. And that homeless like, woman Jesus. that lives there. I just uh, I just passed her yesterday, and she was uh, singing, "Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat." <laughs> over and over. Again. You got to give that girl candy if, I know. if she's singing that song. Right. I would give her candy. Right. But yeah, so the state of New York. I had Joe over. It was a good time. The other day, I was we just were in Boston for like five days, and we were like in a backyard and in a house, and I'm just like, all right, yeah. People are starting to, some of my friends are starting to move out of New York City. People are coming back, but I'm really starting to be like, I don't really know how much time I have left in this situation. Like, it's just too tight of quarters, not a whole lot of, I'm not getting a whole lot out of this experience. Like, I'm starting to think about kind of moving out. But then I was like, I just got here. Like, let me kind of walk around the neighborhood, get a good kind of feel for what's going on. So I think it was... Maybe Thursday night, like no one, Emily was out. So I'm walking into the park, and my dad, when they stayed in the Upper West Side in that apartment before I moved in, my dad was like, down down by the, uh, like, 72nd Street, like 10 blocks away, there's like a nice pier. You should go check it out. So I was like, I haven't gone and walked down by the, the water yet. Like, it's so close. It's like I could throw it, a baseball. So I'm right there. Let me go walk on the water. Most people say it's a stone A stone throw. throw. There you go. Stone throw. So I'm walking. I'm walking on the river. I'm having, like, a, a moment where I'm like, this place is nice. This isn't that bad. You I know, could stay here. I could stay here. Yeah. Like this is. I'm like, look at the water. I'm like, yeah. fuck my. I raised my kid for his first two. My years fucking of apartment's life. right there. Like this is great. Like I'm walking around. I'm like, oh shit, there's a dock. Like right here. It was on like I'm on 87th on 84th. I'm like, this dock is sick. Like I'm gonna go out way out in the middle of the water right now. Like I could walk really far out. This is gonna be great. So I go to fucking the entrance. I go to I go to the goddamn entrance, and there's literally, literally 50, 60 New York City rats. I told you the story. 50, 60 fucking rats standing, th- like, at the entrance of this pier. Like and just your response the, was? Well, then I, I fucking freak out, and I'm, like, looking at the rats, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's a lot of fucking rats. I, like, look to the left, and they're fucking everywhere, dude. There's, like, and for a good, like, 50 feet, I was in, like, the zoo. It was like I went to the zoo exhibit, and it was like, this is the rat one. And I, you do a walkthrough. <laughs> it was crazy. The real life experience, the rat experience. And I was like, "Yo, fuck this city." Oh, I gotta go. And you, what you did? You end up walking through? I the- did. I didn't go to the pier. Fuck that. I just kept walking down. Ugh. I couldn't go, dude. It was dude, not rats accessible. In New York city are so large. It doesn't even make any sense. They were huge. It doesn't even make sense. Like then- they look like they should be. Like I remember when I was at. Fordham in the Bronx, like you would be walking down the street and like you'd accidentally like tap a garbage bag and like fifty of them would run out of the garbage bag. They were so big it looked like they should be carrying like backpacks to class. Right. Like they were humongous rats. Huge dude. Huge. Ooh. They were too much. And then I'm like, yo, this building right there, to have a one bedroom in this apartment, millions of dollars. Yeah. You come outside your million dollar apartment and there's just fucking a billion rats there. It's got it. That I, sucks. Cause like, yo, in, in Chicago, there's not a rat problem because like they have the alleys with the garbage and shit. Like they put the garbage in the alley, it's not in the street. Right. That's why New York City has such a rat problem. I wonder if like other rich ass cities, like LA is a shithole, but like Dubai, 
Like, you think there's rats in those bajillion dollar Are there rats in the rats? desert? Uh, that's a good point. Maybe they have fucking, I don't know. Muskrats? <laughs> I don't even know what a muskrat is. I don't Beer know what's in the desert. I don't know. Liz- they might have lizards or some shit. It's like the... Lizards in the desert? Yeah. Lizards in the desert? Yeah. Have you ever watched any nature documentary ever? I feel like lizards are in the... Uh... Depends what kind of lizard you're talking about, bro. You ever see holes? Remember them lizards? Those right. poisonous-ass lizards? Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was a mythical movie, but whatever. <laughs> Those are fake-ass lizards, but shit, that shit's there. What were they called? I don't remember. With the yellow spots? So they were the orange ones with the yellow spots. I remember that they used bearded dragons, like real lizards, and I used to have pet bearded dragons. So I remember when that scene would come on, I'd be like, oh, I had those. I had those. Oh, oh shit, those are my pets. Um, And then one other thing, I was sitting in my apartment the other day, and I was watching TV. And you know the song, the Whitney Houston song? Um, and so uh, this is love. Oh, of course. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That song? Sure. I'm sitting watching TV. I hear a woman start playing the like a grand piano singing this song, and it was fucking good. So I paused my TV. I was like, and it also felt like she was inside my apartment. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. And she was practicing. I was like, shit, this is, she was Belting it, bro. Like, uh, if she was singing, if she is, she was going as high and loud as you could. Trying okay. out for American Idol in my apartment, in her apartment. So I'm sitting there, I'm listening to it, and there's one part where she just kept practicing. Like, she got <laughs> through the whole song, and it was like a, it was like a sharp note. And it was like, so this is love. Like, something like that, but she couldn't cr- quite hit it. She practiced it like 10 times. On the 10th time, I'm, I'm like, all right, this is kind of getting old. I hear at the window, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Like such an, I like jumped. He was in my apartment. We were all in my apartment. It was crazy, but I started dying. Like it was so, it pierced my soul. And she sung it like one more time and gave up. It was, it was such a, like a. That would be. She was going ten out of ten. He was going ten out of ten. Dude, like, oh, that I would respond the same way, dude. So I'm just looking for a little bit more peace and quiet. I think (laughs) is what I'm saying. A little bit bit more peace and quiet. A little bit less rats. A little bit less of that. Oh my god! And you saw people fucking. You got no privacy in your apartment, bro. We did through a reflection, which is wild. You must Emily have called it out. Hard. By the way, yeah, what is that? Emily just looking. She, I feel like honestly, if I lived in a high, like a New York City apartment, I'd be looking window to window for fucking. Yeah, all she. Day. The guy Not that lives across way. from us Not in the, the back is a big round man, and he has a huge belly, and he never has a shirt on. He's always just sitting at his laptop. Fat guy. Yeah, dude, you got ugly. Is he always naked? He's always shirtless. I don't know what he's got. Yeah, ugly naked guy across the street from you. Yeah, you ever see Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugly naked guy. Yeah. And you got the singing guy. You got all the... This is a New York City. That's what I'm experience. saying. It's pretty wow. New York City. That's very New York City. Which is funny because... Um, are you, I'm sorry. Are you still... Do you have still more to that story? No. Uh, okay. So you're talking about like trying to leave the city. And yeah. me and Dylan have been recently talking about what we want to do for his bachelor party. Dylan's bachelor party is like so not a city thing ever. Like at all. No. Dylan wants to go like, you know, outdoorsy shit, shoot guns. I want to go in the woods. Go in the woods, do some shit like that, manly shit. But then we came to a potential idea of doing, of going on an ayahuasca retreat, (laughs) which I'm really trying to spearhead really hard. Really hard. Where do you go? Like Albuquerque, New Mexico for that shit? I don't know, man. Uh, We We should should hit up that alien guy and do a retreat with him. Dr. Greer, yeah. Stephen Greer. Oh, <laughs> alien retreat would fuck for it. What if it was like, what if nothing happened though? That would suck. That would suck. If the first, what if the first thing he sent to me, he's just like, you guys, listen, sometimes 
Sometimes you don't you don't see him. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm like, full we're, of gonna shit. See, we're gonna see something. You're gonna see this dick or in a minute. <laughs> Someone's gonna <laughs> show see me something in our house. <laughs> I'm gonna show you this dick. Uh, oh man. Oh yeah. Also in New York City the other day, I was walking down the fucking street. Someone like made eye contact with me. Made eye contact with me. Gave me a put a very disgusting look on their face and then put their mask on. I'm like, are we still here? We're outside, asshole. Bro. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't care if you have a fucking mask on outside Frankie, for real. You should. I don't care. Story. But what are you giving me a death glare for? Frankie, tell them what happened to you. Well, <laughs> I was going through Penn Station, coming home, taking the LIRR, and I just walked into Penn Station. I was going like 15 feet from the entrance into the LIRR area, and me and Sabrina, Sabrina's with me, my girlfriend, and we... Literally walk in and there's immediately you just see like two NYPD officers with a box of masks. And he's just like, hey, 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 uh, you guys need a mask. You need a mask? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Continue walking because I never fucking LIR. Is there, I never a, wear. Is there a uh, yes. mandate in yeah, the city inside? Yes. Oh, interesting. Because it's federal property. Oh, right? got it. There is a mandate. People there's, don't. People don't wear it. There's definitely I was on the mask today. It's probably a 90% compliance. Whenever I buy... That's too high, yeah. it feels. Whenever I buy a LIRR ticket, it's like, you know, there's a $50 fine if you don't have your mask. I have never worn my mask. I've never had a problem. No one has given... No one has said one word to me. Regardless, this is about 5 o'clock, like rush hour, and walking on, it's like, you need the mask. I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. And then... <laughs> As a matter he's of fact, like, fuck you. He's like, no, no. And then like they walk towards me and Sabrina, and he's like, no, no, you need you need a mask. They're, they're ticketing up ahead. They're ticketing up ahead. Hands me his box of masks. I'm like, I literally just looked at him. I never stopped walking. We kind of were like fumbling, pretending like we were grabbing our masks. I'm like, no. I literally looked at him. I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> and, I, and I just continued walking, and I'm like, there's, there was a bluff. It was a bluff. And we just, it was a bluff. Like, no one did, did anything. But I'm like, fuck you. And I literally screamed. I'm like, we are in Australia. Like, this is it. They, they, they got the NYPD, and that's it. Frankie's carrying out. He's just making a scene. He's like, no, I don't want to wear a fucking mask. <laughs> yeah, I was close. I thought that. I saw you on TikTok. It is so bizarre. Like, just sir, real quick, like, it is bizarre. Like, Long Island, there is zero. I don't wear. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. There's mm. maybe you said there's a ninety percent compliance with the mask mandate. There's probably on the trains. Would, on the tra oh, on the trains. Oh, I'm talking oh. the trains specifically. I'm talking New York City. Is there a mandate in the city in no. general? Oh, but like, would you say most people go into a grocery store and wear a mask? I I've seen it go as low as fifty percent when things were going good. Oh, really? Where I, when when we were more hopeful. Mm. Uh, we're back up to I would say like 75 in the grocery store but the cases in New York are down I haven't right? heard a peep right so but what I was going to say was in it's weird because to me we're wearing Island. the masks show really <laughs> I think every doctor disagrees but anyway so the it's weird to me in Long Island it's probably like a 5% ratio of people uh, percent of people wearing masks inside like you'll see like if you're in a five percent inside right if you see if you're in a grocery store there's 100 people maybe five to ten yeah man we just saw that louis masks. c black joke and the joke was uh okay that wasn't his what? name that wasn't louis ck louis c black it's just louis, louis black, black. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> shit, i was bad. like who are you talking about um he louis just had c black shit. <laughs> Is that like the is that, is that their, that's that the black baby. version of louis ck <laughs> yeah. louis c black <laughs> That's not funny um, at all. 
he had a joke where there's just two different he's like we used to have political parties that have like discourse and now we just have two different realities yeah literally and that's long island it is weird uh, like you have doctors um straight up that'll tell you you know the masks i think it was on the sanjay gupta uh did you finish that by the way yeah you'll have a doctor who'll say yeah like masks if you're face to face sure it'll prevent but like if you're in a room it's aerosoled, so eventually it's going to fill up the room anyway. And then you'll have another doctor on the other side who will just completely disagree with that. And right. It just doesn't. It, there's no common ground. Right. It's literally different realities. Literally, it's it makes it's banana. It drives you crazy. It's two different. It, dude, it's bacon is good for you. Bacon is bad for you. It's eggs bacon, are. I mean, eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad eggs, for you. Yeah. Eggs is a better. Eggs is the example. Eggs are good for you. But they they sometimes they raise cholesterol. If you're obese, they're bad for you. If you're obese, everything's bad for you. You should just stop eating for a week. I don't know. Like things are bad. It depends on the situation. Yeah. But yeah, not, that is that situation. About eggs right now. It's but, that situation. Yeah, it is. It's always been that situation. But it's not th- that situation. It's well, it's way worse way, than eggs. Way worse. Yeah. Because we're talking about like we're talking about lifestyle science, choices, and yeah. we're talking about science. Like it's it's there. If there's science to back things up, you can't say the other side's wrong. You know what I mean? You can't be like, yeah, no, but what but if dude, they would just right. be like, it's yo, like, the masks, they, they, you know, if they prevent one, if someone would say that wears masks, they would say, if me wearing a mask prevents even 1% less death than it's worth me wearing. Sure. And I'll, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem wearing a mask, but I have a I problem an with Oscar for that performance. <laughs> it was, eh. <laughs> I don't have a problem with wearing a mask. If somebody wants me to wear a mask to be comfortable, I have no problem doing that at all. I wear a mask when I have to or whatever. I just have a problem with the fact that like, there are people who own, who like believe a certain set of facts, and then people who believe another set of facts, and then there's the media, whose one side is only perpetuating one side of facts, and the other side is only perpetuating another side of facts. Like it, it, that, who do you does, think that is making me... the sides? What do you mean? Who do you think are making the sides? The media is making the sides of course. that you're describing. Of course, I know that. So you're talking backwards. Right, I talked backwards. Sorry, I got, you know, I said it all in one Said it sentence. all again, but backwards, all dumbass. Right. So you want me to repeat it? So there's... <laughs> Go backwards. But you know that's what I'm mad. At. I don't care about where. If you want me to wear a mask, right? It's annoying if I'm if I was in the city and I was like, I don't wear. I, don't it. I go to the pharmacy like turn. Yeah, like I don't I'm going it. to Rite Aid and you, Dwayne Reed, and you'd be like, wear a mask. I'd be like, fuck off, dude. There's six people in here. I, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, like, that's annoying. I would do it, but it's just it's definitely annoying. But I have no problem wearing a mask. Just getting shade on the. Sh- I'm talking. I got shade on the street. People on the people outdoors, on the damn street, bro. Dude, I see. I live in on Long the streets. Beach, bro. People on the beach wear masks still, still on the boardwalk, walking down the beach. You're outside. I mean, if, I'll see older people do it. Anytime an older person's in a mask, I'm like, dude, whatever makes you feel safe, I'm right. cool with. You're older, or even people in wheelchairs sometimes are fatter people. Like, do whatever makes you feel safe. But you're like a fucking mom with her two young kids, and you got your kids wearing masks. I want to kick you in the vagina. I really, really do. Like, you're making your 11-year-old kid wear a mask. I want to kick you in the cooch. <laughs> oh, my God. You deserve a coochie kick. You do. You do. Your kid's going to hate you in 20 years because of what you're doing to him right now, and I can't wait. He's going to shoot everyone in school. Oh, he my is. God. Tell me he won't. He t- tell me he won't. I mean, I hope not, but I definitely could. But that was quite a rant. You so could. Have it. You could. But that's what that shit I don't get. Like, your kid is fine. Your so, kid is fine. Like, your kid's fine. Do we want to get into that right now? Yeah, fuck it. I really do want to get into it, actually. So, if yeah, if you haven't seen, if you already, haven't seen it, yeah, Sanjay or Sanjay, I found out is the correct oh, pronunciation of his Sanjay. name, and he doesn't even say it right. He says Sanjay. I, I saw this whole thing, Akash, 
uh, the flagrant because he's Indian and he's it and Sanjay's right. Indian. And everybody says Sanjay, and I guess because Sanjay works on CNN as the, the medical correspondent, he says Sanjay instead of like Sanjay, which is the correct pronunciation. And Akash gets super pissed off because he's yeah. like, You say it right, man. It's like, You know how to say it, whatever. But uh, he's right. like, I just, he is, I don't care if you say it wrong, but if like Indian people say it wrong, it pisses me off. So whatever. Sanjay Gupta, or what? I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. Sure. He's the medical correspondent for CNN. He was on Rogan. And um, the, the episode, was, it was three and a half hours, three hours it was or all, so. I watched it. It was fantastic. Totally the entire way through. Yeah. Watched it was it all such a great mashing of the the medias, really. Right. Even though Rogan gets, he's not in the likes of how fucking far you can go. No. Rogan like, he's is, with CNN, which is like, that's the far, you know, that's, that's the is, left side. Yeah. Rogan CNN's is more left. middle, but like where it's kind of CNN positions the whole world and where they position Rogan, it's like he's a fucking lunatic conspiracy theorist. Which is just like not Alex true. Jones. Like Alex, uh, Joe Rogan represents like a rational thinking, individual right. thinking person about this whole thing, I would say. I mean, you could consider him right-leaning in this regard, maybe, but that's only because CNN and like the left view is so like, right. strict and, and narrow. Right. That's the only reason you'd consider him right. But um, Sanjay, in my opinion... Sanjay Gupta was on that show to like he, he I feel like he went into that whole episode like I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one who's gonna convince Joe Rogan to get vaccinated. Like, really? You, you felt that? Yeah, and I'll tell Weird. you why. I felt something so different. I'll tell you why I felt that because I watched something with Sanjay Gupta talking to like some heavy nurse that got that lost her job in New York that uh about like her decision to not get vaccinated and a grant, like I would even say, like, lady, you're big. You should get vaccinated. Like, even me, I would say that. And he was having this conversation. <laughs> we know you would say it. <laughs> what does that mean? I would. You were just kicking ladies in the cooch. To well, I'm it. trying to help her. She's heavy. I'm trying, I wanted to get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to kick any lady in the cooch. Just stupid ladies. No, <laughs> I don't want to kick anybody in the cooch. It was figurative. Of course. But anyway, I'll kick you in the cooch. <laughs> um, anyway, I saw him do this whole thing, this, like, spectacle on fucking CNN with like he's talking to her and then like they show his interview with her and like he's peppering her like why don't you get vaccinated you're at high risk I'm looking at you he basically called her fat and was like what's, what's fine whatever I Gupta was basically he was really? just like you know looking at you I would say you were a candidate you were high risk and you should get wow. like basically said it to her which is that part I'm fine with but then and that's also real it's very real you should be fine you should be allowed to tell somebody they're unhealthy that's right. fine if you're a doctor but, right and, and especially a doctor <laughs> maybe not a random person on the street like by the way you're fat over there you across the street make sure you're vaccinated over you're there fatty yeah. fatty just, um, just double check you're fat um, yeah you don't do that right but so then they cut to like you know him talking to all the CNN like cronies afterwards and he's basically shit talking like these people like there's no talking to him he's like listen I, I feel like I'm the person I pride myself everybody I talk to I know that if I could just sit down with them and talk to them I can get them to get vaccinated I'm very confident about that really, I, I really and then literally like four or five days later he was on Rogan and I was like this guy thought he was going to go in there and convince him to get vaccinated because then all of CNN would have been tugging off to Gupta and there was no way that was happening from go so and he you asked him what eight times to get vaccinated right he did asking. he definitely did so you really felt the alliance or allegiance rather to CNN when he was talking, like you felt yes. his allegiance. And I'll and I'll also See, even I'll, second that on on okay. top of that, like there was a point, especially the point where uh, Joe Rogan brought up how CNN was basically was lying about the horse pace shit. Right. So he brought that up and he confronted him straight up. He's like, "Your fucking network is lying right about this shit." 
And right there, that like wrote uh, Sanjay had just gotten on kind of a roll about like vaccine shit, and then Joe Rogan kind of cut him off about that. And he was like, wait, we're going, like, kind of fast. They tried to get back to, like, the, having the floor. And Joe Rogan wouldn't give it to him. And he, like, that happened a few times. Right. Where I feel like in his head, Sanjay had, like, this whole string of logic and thinking that he was trying to, like, bring to this conversation. And, like, it's a Rogan podcast, so it's going to go left, right, up, down. Like, you're not, you don't have control over this conversation, right. bro. Sorry. And, like, he was totally derailed by that. And, like, didn't get his, didn't accomplish his goal. You know Well, he saying? definitely did not accomplish his goal. No. I mean... He got butchered. He got butchered Absolutely in that whole butchered. thing. Yeah. And he got so butchered. See, my thing with Gupta his was- His argument was trash. His argument everything. was trash, honestly. It and the whole- iver- We'll get in the ivermectin thing more in a sec. But my- it, I didn't see the allegiance to it. I saw him trying to like- Well, he, wrote, he just wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this guy's a doctor also. So he doesn't yeah, really- he, he The book was published through CNN. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what I was saying was, I was like, maybe he's like- trying to get across to Rogan's platform to start like building his brand because he eventually wants to leave CNN. Cause I, I was kind of seeing it as like, I, I was like, I feel like this guy wants to say more than he's, than he's given. Like there Maybe. were times where I was like, ah, he wants to fucking say something right here, but because he works at CNN, he cannot. Right. But if he really was thinking of breaking away from CNN, he would have said some more shit. Well, that's like, just for, straight up whistleblower shit. Right. Like, it was a but, step, you know. But I've, like for like, so whistleblower shit, perfect word, because like when they were talking about the lie about the horse pace, like that is, it was genuinely a lie. It was. Yeah. Like I, and I watched, um, like they literally, they didn't say like, he's well, taking also- this drug that's used for, they're saying he's taking horse medication. That's a straight up lie. And when he asked them, he was like, yo, why'd they lie? Sanjay did not give in and be like, they, he never said they lied. He eventually said they shouldn't have said that. He never said, yes, they lied. He never said, well, of oh, that's say, not yeah, true. They like they, Yeah, well, he, they did, though. And he asked them about it maybe five or six times. Yeah, but times he agreed with him. He wasn't going to yeah, say it himself. He was very he, minimalistic. He dude, was like, he went the, on the record. Rogan would be like, Rogan was like, they, he, that CNN went on the air and fucking ran the story, and it's not true, and you know it's not true. And he was like, yeah. yeah but, but he but didn't you, say it. He didn't admit see, it himself, but he just agreed to it, which is like right. still going on the record as totally, that. Totally. I'll get, listen, I'll give, I give him tons of respect for going on the show, period. Right. But he, I mean, and you could see in his face, like, he fucking knew they were lying like he knew yeah, he did. this shit like he, he even said like oh they like you joe like they he's like fuck you no yeah. they don't <laughs> like no they don't they shit on him the next day they shit on him the day before yeah. like come on don't fucking bullshit me like that uh but what you you were gonna say something um did you see though so that was my interpretation of it mm-hmm. or i was kind of i see some of that too i didn't see like it wasn't dude in my head i'm like all right this guy was off this was something i had was like this guy was off about marijuana and sh- like they whole they opened with that where yeah. he was his stance on marijuana changed and he realized that um, he was like only reading studies about like the negative effects. Well, that's all that they had, right? They all, they, they, right. yeah, but it was all that was driven, right? That was all that was like it. There was, a, and then Rogan went in the whole backstory with marijuana and how there was like a massive campaign to like tear it down and it's the devil's reefer, lettuce and reefer madness reefer madness yeah like right. that whole that was a fucking agenda created mm-hmm. by so gupta fell for it right and then but, fo- his science followed those lines until he was like older and realized himself like oh shit i'm wrong about this so then when but, he was getting clobbered in the certain arguments about like vaccine and in my kin- like kids talking about kids and that whole thing 
I was like, maybe this dude's just fucking off about this too, man. Right. You could be wrong. That's I, fine. Because I was going into that. I was like, this is a mashup of ideas. Like, I'm going to be able to really fucking figure my shit out here. Right. And I was like, I still am more on the side of Rogan than I am with Gupta. Right. And even with Gupta. And like, it's, not even, it's not even close. No, it's not close. And I do think, like, his intention, I don't think his intention on as far as the shit he was saying about the vaccine was, like, lying. I think he... I think those are his beliefs. Right, I think those are his beliefs. When he was 30 years old, when he was 30 years old, he actually thought weed was really bad for you. Right. Like, he actually thought that. Right, but the one thing with the weed thing that I'm curious about, because I don't know the timeline, and I was they mentioned that in the podcast, and I was curious. Like, there was a point where the media started slowly, like, entertaining the idea of marijuana not being, like, a terrible thing for you. And uh, it was the left that that It was right when Cuomo started, you know... No, touching was, all those ladies. That no, was right when the. No, that was when New York made it legal. That LA was the media. LA has been legal for years. Yeah, well, we live in New York. So bro. I'm saying it, when. <laughs> I'm saying Andrew Cuomo started. It started getting out of that Andrew Cuomo was touching women. Therefore, the media needed something. They were like, "Wait, weed is actually good for you." And then they were like, "We're still firing your ass." He was like, that, "Ah, right. your boy could have tried. Could have tried. He's my dick." Uh, but that, no, yeah, the most recent. <laughs> I one. touched I mean, the small of a back. I mean, originally when the science started come, becoming more public, like I do wonder because Sanjay. I'm sure at the time was still working for CNN, no? When he wrote the uh, the uh, retraction paper about Probably. marijuana. I have no clue. So I'm curious if he was and if he was just doing that because that was the new narrative that was getting pushed or if because he found some science or saw some science that made him change his mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he is – listen, he's a doctor for sure, but he is working for a network and has a – Things he can and cannot say in accordance with that now. Hundred percent. Like practicing doctor, like now. Yeah, he's a neurosurgeon, I believe. He's something or a neurologist. He is a practicing doctor, but I do think, by the way, like obviously we need doctors to be affiliated with news networks, or at least have at you know news networks need access to doctors. But like CNN cutting a doctor a paycheck mm. is like one of the worst things I could genuinely imagine <laughs> yeah it's not great like it's kind quite of the, the conflict of interest quite the conflict of interest like how do you believe anything that comes out of people's mouths right well every every news network has a medical correspondent i know that is a I, that's what i'm saying that seems like an issue they and should not if be you noticed if you notice they're usually employed by nyu <laughs> it's just, right it's just interesting fact well it's a good school no, like NYU Langone, like they're usually a doctor oh, oh, with it, with that hospital branch. Right, it's weird. That is weird. NYU is a very liberal place. It is a very liberal place. Um, and, you know, they're looking for that over there. The the one are they are one, looking for that. They are looking for that. One of the bigger topics they were talking about was the vaccine with kids. Right, and that I think probably is the one thing that left or right is the most thing agreed upon like there are people on the left who don't think you should vaccinate children i'm pretty certain of that rogan being one of those people he is a left-leaning person and then there's obviously people who do think you should vaccinate kids the one thing i didn't understand from sanjay was he seems more afraid of like what covid could do to kids like years from now if they get covid as a kid like what the long-term effects of that could be like he's he was focusing on that so much he's focused on long covid long-term effects like he's like we don't know what will happen to these kids if they contract this virus like i don't want them to get the virus but like one the vaccine doesn't necessarily stop you from getting the virus that's one thing that's obviously been they right. also have the, like don't they have the best immune system like I, and I they ba- they barely the get time. sick they barely get sick right so like it was you also weird don't to know me. what the vaccine is going to do long term too right exactly so I'm like do you do, would you wouldn't you rather like you're putting the the vaccine you're sort of putting p- 
the virus in your system anyway, sort of. Not with the mRNA, really, but... Like, so you, I just didn't understand the fear mongering around, like, the effect that the virus could have on kids when they seem to breeze through the fucking right. illness. Like, he, yeah. No, brain, like, no trouble. Right. So like, he, you're really holding on to that, and like, it's like, okay, right. can we talk about other? What if they don't? What if there's nothing? They seem to be chilling. Right. Unless all of a sudden, like, fine. it was dormant in their body for, you know, 20 years, and then it pops on again. Right. You and know, then, but then they'll the, open the, up the China investigation anyway. Exactly. And then <laughs> right. also it's like, you know, the vaccine, it's like, you know, that could be dormant. Who the fuck knows? Right. So what are we talking about? Here? Right. Exactly. So, you know, that's where his. Especially also because the they were talking about it, the research around like and the myocarditis shit was, was interesting on both sides as far. But like the one class of people was younger people that are affected by the that have the side effects on the vaccine. Yeah, like I think Sanjay Gupta was have. quoting a thing that was like, it's 16 times more likely that you get myocarditis from the va- uh, from the from COVID than you do with the vaccine. And I'm pretty sure the study that he was citing, and I don't know what it was because I couldn't see it, but Rogan was like, dude, that's a study of all ages. This study that I'm showing you, right. I'm showing you this, and it's specifically boys ages 12 to 15 who are, this article says that it's four to six times more likely that they have myocarditis related injury due to the vaccine due to the vaccine versus getting versus getting hospitalized at all for, for COVID. any reason with right COVID. for any reason which would include mitocarditis yeah and then yeah, he was he like owned him but then he too. was like yeah but they're not you know kids aren't going to the i think he said yeah but these kids these these covid cases are he said a lot most of them don't outpatient. go to the hospital most of them go, are outpatient right. he's like dude it says 86 percent of these had hospital care and then that also fucks up with the whole it narrative i just thought shit. of because for weeks they were saying that fucking kids icus were Filled to the max, Bold and then that's an, that and then Sanjay awful. Gupta was saying that the kids weren't in the hospital at all. But then it's you know maybe they are in the that. hospital, but it's vaccine related injuries. You I don't know what believe I mean? that for a second. The kids are eggs good for your eggs, bad for you, bro. Seems like they're bad. Seems like they're bad. Also, another fucking lie that he kind of brought up. So the whole horse pace thing. Remember the Rachel Maddow fucking oh, yeah. story where she the lie about the ICUs being or right, the emergency rooms right, right, being right. overrun by people overdosing on horse paste. Sanjay brought that up, sort of, in his post-Rogan interview CNN segment. They were talking about um, they were also, by the way, Rogan, really quick, had only nice things to say about Sanjay afterwards. He wrote a whole thing on his Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. He was like, "What a nice guy! I consider him a friend. We had a great discourse." Um, you Which know, you felt it, it was, that. Yeah, it I was totally very much that. like two dudes with disagreeing opinions right. having a conversation, trying to find some middle ground, and then eventually agreeing on some shit and disagreeing on other shit. Right, and then Sunjay gets back on CNN and oh, basically yeah. shit talks No, he again. bends the knee, He dude. bent the fucking shit out of the knee. Did you see what he did with what Don a- Lemon? Dude, so I I have a link to the Don Lemon thing. Really? It's abysmal. It's crazy. It's insane. Did, did you guys read his op-ed? And he no, but he, and he put one up before he went on Rogan. Like to, After. But he was oh, like basically after saying also, how I he, he literally, like it was it was his words. He said, he said, uh, you know, like I wasn't sure if you know this was going to end up in like oh you know a true conflict and he was going to come at like basically saying like I, I don't know I didn't know if he was going to fight me or like attack me and like are you serious? Oh, and then he, he like he, the like the balls to even like he's such a pussy. categorize him Th- like, like that's had, when I that's I when I was like come on bro because yeah. on that that's why I felt when he was there. I was like, I feel like this man is well-intentioned. He has his opinion, but like, 100%. he's trying something here. You right. know what I mean? Like, he's trying to find some middle ground. And then he went back. I saw the Don Lemon shit. I'm like, bro. The Don Lemon and the other one. They were both you're terrible. Soft, I was like, yo, you're not even soft. Like, you were telling this guy to his face. You said CNN loves you. You said they didn't lie. 
And then yeah. you said, oh, yeah, they shouldn't have said that. Like, oh, you know, I'll talk to them. Oh, I'll I'll do my research on this, that, and the other thing. I'll try to, like, legitimize your stance, basically, at this network. And then you let these, first of all, they're yeah, they're educated people. They don't know. They're not doctors either. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're reporters. And they're talking bullshit about fucking Joe right. Rogan. And you just jump right on the train. You're like, yeah, it was it was three hours of that chaos. It was insane. It you had was, a great it was time. Exhausting. Yeah, you loved it, bro. You loved it. You fucking loved it. You drank whiskey. You yeah, you had a great time, you dude. Why ass. are you fucking lying now? Because it's fucking, he gets, that's his paycheck. That's his, and that's his, why. The audience hates Joe Rogan. So he has to like play that. He, right. it's, I've never seen such a demonstration of cuckery. Cuckery. I've never seen such a demo where he it was just, just like, bro, over he it. was being authentic. Oh. I felt like he was being his actual self on Rogan. More And so. then he like More slid so. back here and I was like, you are saying these things because of who pays your fucking bills. And Rogan mentioned that in his little comment. He was just like, you know, you don't understand how little people are, have, how little freedom people have to say what they want on a network. So I appreciate him coming onto this forum and doing this. And then he went right back. Like, listen, you don't have to go back and be like, no, Joe Rogan is right about some things. But don't go and shit talk and throw shade. Right. And, and be I like thought a at worm first, though, it. I might be wrong about this, but I thought I saw that um, Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta did an interview with one of the people on CNN and said, um, that he like we shouldn't have said that about the ivermectin thing like the on way CNN? we yeah and then someone like no. rescinded i thought i saw that and then i, I saw, saw the don lemon thing well i th- was Which it don when, lemon or was it the other one where he was sent no oh yeah the don lemon i thing. thought there was one before i didn't watch it but i saw a headline that i thought that so but then i watched no, the don lemon thing. him and the clip was probably of him on the rogan podcast because i've seen that headline it was I like him saying it on shit, the rogan but it was podcast. the don lemon thing and that don lemon thing was crazy so frankie can you play the don lemon thing real quick it's just crazy because I sent it. Uh, I had hope for a yeah. second. I was like, dude, look, fucking these two guys come together. Yeah. There's there's, you know, we're starting to have good conversation. And in speaking that space. of CNN. Yeah, that's the two. I think it's two minutes and four seconds. Just pop in there and it should start. Full screen that ass. Nice. First of all, I love these guys. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Also, high key crystal ball smoke. OK, wood. Yeah. Yep. Crystal, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> um, let's take a listen. So very important. I know it's in, in large part a tongue-in-cheek interview, you know, because it's Joe Rogan and there's a lot to, you're jockeying back and forth. But he he did say something about ivermectin that I think wasn't actually correct about CNN and lying, okay? Ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer. So it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer. I, I, I think that's important, and it is not approved for COVID. Correct? That's right. That's correct. It, it, it is not approved for COVID, and you're right. I mean, the FDA even Insert put out a, a statement saying, you know, basically reminding people. It was a strange sort of message from the FDA, but that said, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, stop taking this stuff, is essentially what they said, referring to ivermectin. Now, I think what, what Joe's point that is... That has been approved for humans, and, but not necessarily for... For the record, COVID, he does right? cut them yeah. off there. That's correct. It's been, it's been used for a parasitic disease for something it's called river blindness, and it's been very effective for that. Wait, but, right you know, there. just because it works for one thing doesn't mean it works for something else. Right. And, you know, there's still a few ongoing clinical trials around ivermectin, but for the most part, if you look at the data... There's no evidence that it that it really works here. That when is, Joe got well, sick, he took ivermectin. That is just a lie, first of all. There isn't no evidence. We'll settle down for the YouTube overlords. I'm just saying. 
that, that, that is a lie. There is evidence. It is noisy evidence, but there is not no evidence that it works. Right. So that's just ridiculous. You're wrong about weed. That's not true. Right. Sanjay. Sanjay. Also, what I thought was odd with the ivermectin thing was he kept trying to like uptick the or uh, oversell like the side effects of ivermectin when that's like been the main um, that's definitely attractive a- point of it for the other side, which is like there's like no side effects, so why not try it right. to see if it works? Well, that was so like that, that video I showed you where they had uh, Doctor Liana, oh, what was her name, Gray, something like that. This woman who's a doctor on CNN. It was during this time they were talking about ivermectin, and she came on and she was like. Yeah, ivermectin is, you know, and Anderson Cooper's like, you know, it's a horse dewormer medication. So, like, you know, what's going on with that? And she does say, she's like, you know, it is used for, um, it's been used in humans, but it is a is a horse dewormer drug. And side effects include, and she said it like she was so clearly reading from something because she said that she was just like reading a list of nausea, vertigo, indigestion. Like she said it oh, in no, like a- Oh, you got nauseous for a Such minute. a weird, and she said even death. Okay. Yeah. Even death is always what. It, That's if, everyone. If death we've seen the. We've watched Jeopardy right. and seen the commercials. What happens? <laughs> right. Every if, commercial, it's fucking. Here it goes. You want to lower your cholesterol, and then it's just like two older people fucking holding hands on the beach, and then some asshole who needs money to pay their rent is like, exactly. this might fucking kill you. Right. Exactly. So why is it okay there? Yeah. Come on. If the virus is so dangerous, wouldn't it be worth the risk? If that's the last fucking side effect, but, um, oh my gosh, the um. Oh, Oh, but also, like, that's what I was going to say. Dude, every single medication that you and I or any human takes, just about, there's an animal form of that medication. Penicillin. Fucking, there's aspirin for fucking dogs. There's opiates for dogs. Any fucking medicine dogs get sick i mean for the record like, that's like the stupidest shit just of all a different time. volume like just horse, a different concentration it's a different volume it's the you know it's the, it's so like what a dumb it is a, absolutely like a loophole for don lemon to be like it, we didn't lie like it is a horse dewormer but it's like dude right if you know what's going on and like what they were actually talking about it was more that you guys obviously painted a pic a certain picture like right. okay you did say that it was some people some humans take it but you like very much overplayed and overshadowed all these this this narrative clearly you fucking did that right. clearly clearly and you're saying like and you're saying crazy oh, that it's he- only been used for like river blindness and this that and the other guess what covid's been around for 18 months of course it hasn't been used for 40 years for covid covid didn't exist yeah St- it, 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 the argument is it, of course you're trying to paint a picture it's great it's so silly so silly i thought it was a good interview till I saw that shit, and then I was like, right. we ain't got no hope. Oh, the interview was great, but the post- I had so much hope was, after the me interview. Me too. Me too. Because I was like, dude, we can come together and figure this shit out. But honestly, it's it's doing- I mean, the CNN audience is going to be the CNN audience. Yeah, but can't you know, they change, man? They can, sure, maybe. But like for the most part, most of them will I mean, dude, I so think- So like that- Sanjay, like- him doing that on Rogan and then flip flopping and being a pussy back on CNN, he just, any like headway he made with people- that were listening to the Rogan and maybe got convinced to get vaccinated or maybe see it a different light or whatever. That was like all just erased. Like you just, then you went on Rogan, you seemed like very honest and then you just cucked out. Like you just lost all those people who were like, Oh, I kind of like Sanjay. Just like, fuck that guy. What a yeah. douche. You know what I mean? He lost all the uh, momentum he gained. I think he lost it for me. I mean, I don't hate, I don't think he's a dick. I just think he's a bitch. I just think <laughs> <laughs> the two different things. They're right. both insults. It's just, I don't know, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. 
I just don't know why why they got to do that. Another thing. And then I was on, dude. I saw the view. Did you see the view thing? I mean, Joy Behar might be the dumbest person. Yeah, on the that's face rough. of the earth. She's and that other bitch, the the lady on the, the end. I don't the, even know the, the the other black chick. The, I, have no I forget clue. the one black girl that was in How I Met Your Mother. I forget her name, but she was trying to make some sense. She was trying to make some sense. So and basically, Joe Behar comes on. She's like Joe Rogan. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Grossy, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy." Yeah, and I'm like, "What?" That's like the opener. Yeah, I'm like, "What is happening right now? (laughs) What is happening?" So then she's like, "You know, discussing Joe Rogan is on with Sanjay Gupta and blah blah blah." Like explains the situation. So they all kind of start going around, and one person was like, "You know, it's great that I think that they, if you listen to it, they really kind of, you know, Joe is a guy that represents, you know, the average Joe American kind of guy. There's a lot. He's a the most viewers of any him very platform. He's very intelligent. And everyone's like scoffing as this woman saying these things. And she's like, you know, it's important that we start kind of leaving our corners and start having these difficult kinds of conversations where our own thoughts are challenged to try and come together. And then the one woman's like, nah, like, fuck that. Like, anything this guy says is, like, dangerous. And I don't, he's crazy. And, like, I refuse to, like, go into the world of crazy to try and understand crazy. And then everyone's like, yay! And Joe Bear's like, ah! And the the chick to the <laughs> left. Like, what the, the fuck is this? It was insane to listen to. And the other chick, I forget, I don't know her fucking name, though, the, the other black woman. She starts going, no, Joe, yeah, Joe Rogan's dangerous. He's transphobic. He's homophobic. He's racist. And I'm just listening. I'm like, what are you talking about? Literally at the end of the fucking Gupta interview. That was crazy. He goes, I believe in trans rights. He goes, I'm left-leaning, dude. I believe in trans rights, gay rights, women's rights, civil rights. He's like, I grew up a hippie. And like, then this chick is just spewing lie after lie after lie. It's like, what the fuck world are we living in? Right. Like, people listen to these idiots. Right. They were clapping at Bayhart. What a fucking loser. So then uh, one of the ladies was like, you know, it's important also that we um, we stop saying things that are comfortable for our audience base and start like having conversations and trying to like understand different audiences, not always trying to just uh, like pertain to my, my, you know, the certain audience. What a thought. And then the woman was just like, no, like I don't believe in that at all. And then like does the I think that that's virtue signaling. Right? Oh yeah. When that, what that is? Well, virtue signaling is like I'm a good person because I believe these things. Listen to me. That's, right. Yeah. So the lady, like, whatever the lady was like, we need to have these conversations and stop just saying things that are just like pertaining to our own crowd. Right. You know what I mean? It's like we have that audience base. We're just saying the things that they want to hear. That's not really, you know, what this is about. And then the lady was just like, Nah, fuck that. Like Joe. Wrote, and then the, like she did the thing that, and everyone started clapping at the thing she was saying. I was like, This is wild. It's crazy. Wild. Y'all are gonna need shrooms at some point to uncross your fucking brains, or you're gonna have a shitty fucking life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> really shitty life. If you, honestly, if you don't start changing it the fuck up, you gotta change it up. Well, because you gotta change it up, dude. It was we po- gotta do something different here. You know what I mean? It was. You want to just live man. in fucking misery forever? You want to just assume that fifty percent of this entire country wants to fucking come to your house and fuck you up and have fistfights with you, and because you're not wearing a mask? Well, the, the that's thing not is, with let's all just love and chill, man. It's, it's it's funny because like that side of people would probably say like, you know, the that the other side like they they hate like it's it's both ways, bro. You're throwing first shots too, like oh yeah, everybody's throwing. They don't shots. even you're, realize you feel so shots. innocent. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. And you don't make sense. Like, if you could just back up from anything you're saying and try to, like, logically go in a circle and make sense, you can't possibly do it. They've been rushing too hard, which brings me to my next segment. Everybody's Joe didn't rushing. listen to this 
uh, podcast, but it was with Mike Baker, the CIA dude. Oh, I didn't listen. To that so the, that one was nuts, dude. I listened by myself on the way home from Boston. I was like, this shit is crazy. So, and my own, my mom has told me this before too. She's like, you know what I think is going on? Russia in the '80s said that they were going to run, uh, they were going to break us up from the inside out. And they, you know, they've said that they were going to uh, get on there and be so divisive on like through media that they're just going to divide us from the inside. out. They're never going to attack us. They're just going to divide us from the inside out. So I, I had that one. And my mom thinks that Seems all accurate. Trump people have been Russianed, but she she doesn't think that liberals have been Russianed. I think both have been Russianed. I would, I would think that's way more likely right. than just one half of it. <laughs> why, why stop with half the fucking idiots in this country? Why not go for every idiot in this country? Right. So- during the Mike Baker podcast, is, I think that's his name. That's You've been saying Mike Baker all week, so I hope it okay. is. So they talk about a Russian defector who in the 80s is speaking to someone. He's a whistleblower, and he's basically explaining like Russia's plan to do this exact thing. And you got to play it because it's this, this is in like 1982. Did you send it to Frankie? I did send it to Frankie. I'm bugging now. Oh, that's what Frankie was watching before? Oh, this is the guy? I'm fucked. I'm so How long is it? Try and skip to the part where he starts talking. Is that the I reporter guy? I should have got the time. Is that the reporter guy? That's the reporter. Okay. Oh, there he is. Oh, that guy means business. Those glasses. Okay. Fucking sick. Is he Russian? Yes. Fuck. He's a Russian defector. Yeah, but I didn't know if he was like a spy and he had a sick English accent or something. I don't know how it works. Uh, the Soviets used the phrase ideological subversion. What do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American well, to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. He's like giggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which are. requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism oh, ideology interesting. is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least soft three heads. generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already uh, for the last 25 years. Actually, it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, hmm. thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized this was in the 80s. is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. 
uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military coochie. boot crashes his balls. In his then, coochie. A kick in his coochie. As I, I mean, said. that's pretty much. I mean, it's that's pretty much. We got Russia'd. I mean, we. We already got Russia'd. Yeah, what do you think? We need to think, raise awareness dude, to the fact that we got Russia. Why do you think people like Jordan Peterson and, and a lot of like big thinkers are so petrified about our fucking educational system perpetuating socialist bullshit? Right. It's like not a joke, dude. It's it's for real, for real. It is for real, for real. Like, we're fucking. Dude, you have literally teachers. Like, listen, if you're, like, innocently pushing socialist ideas because you love the idea of, like, you know, not having to work like that and, like, wanting things handed to you, if, like, that's innocent. Okay. That's still bad, but it's innocent. You still have you have people consciously, like, like reading the Marxist manifesto and shit. Like, that fucking teacher in yeah. L.A. Like, that, that, those people exist, and that's fucked. This those people definitely shot. exist. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them. And Radi the, ra people have been radicalized in this Dude, town. the educational system is so <laughs> fucked. What's up? Oh, I thought oh. you were going to impart something. I was going to hold back. Just no, do it. I can't think it. of any of them being Republicans. They're, well, no, they're, they're all, they you're not allowed to be. They all seem to be liberals. Well, the fact, well, listen. Russian, Russian prop. No, the, uh, the socialist. The socialist. Well, socialist is like a oh, liberal. Oh, yeah. Is a, is a Democrat, Dem, you know, it's a left ideology. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, and but they're yeah. the ones doing the canceling. They're the ones that have no tolerance. How interesting. Right. How interesting is that? I don't yeah. think that makes the other side scot-free by any means, but. No, no, not it's at all. Equal... The other side sucks. Right. But that's the, the like, the it's crazy that, like, you can see he, him talking about that. You can see cancel culture. Oh, yeah. And he's like. And he was like, you couldn't even dream about it. Like, that guy's fucking licking his chops, probably, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. About the shit going down Why now. do you think fucking Putin is always smiling, dude? That guy has always got a little smile. Whenever he, It's always creepy little They're smile. not that clumsy, bro. They're pretty fucking patient and precise. I guess they're super smart. Yeah, I guess I literally <laughs> was about to say, I was like, remember when I said I'd rather fight that Russian guy? I think I take I think I take two Asian guys over one Russian guy because he's just he's not even gonna fight me he's just gonna wait till I'm forty and my brain's gonna fucking explode yeah. with misinformation it's isn't that isn't that crazy to watch I yeah. mean what do you, what do we do with that though because that's clearly what's going down well, it's like well we just go to work tomorrow now well it's, it's, what do we do it's funny you, you ask. can't me and you can't go out to dinner in the city we can't go out we can't go out to city. dinner in the city me and you we can't go out what do we do. <laughs> I keep saying it's going to change, but fuck if I know. I've been joking about like leaving America for a bit. Where are you going to go? It's what I'm saying. There's you got nowhere to go, places. man. Italy's fucked. I was like, oh, Italy is Italy's fucked. fucked right now. I don't know. We got to find a fake like a, a fucking island. We got to be needing money though. Three, we got none of two, that. one. Epstein, Epstein island. island. Nobody's there anymore. <laughs> Wait. Speaking of Epstein Island, that was what I kind of wanted to bring up next. <laughs> really badly. I want to get a little bit conspiratorial. Okay. Ready. I'm going to put out a timeline for you guys. Frankie, you're going to fucking enjoy this too. So, 20 years ago about was when Alex Jones started talking about Epstein and uh, eugenics and uh, like globalism and all that shit when he started hearing about, uh, you know, Epstein having this world plan, right? right? So tw that was about 20 years ago. August of 2012, Bill Gates 
starts talking about population control in third world nations. I did research to put this timeline together, by the way. I did it today. <laughs> I had a really good time. Actually, I did last night. I had a really good time doing it. Uh, August 2012, Bill Gates starts talking about population control in third world nations being an issue because you can't feed or educate. Like The whole goal was to vaccinate people to keep them healthy so that they're motivated to like you know we can keep they can uh be sure that their kids would survive so they don't have to have like 20 kids it was that a whole, whole survival thing, even thing. when you were saying that it still confuses me right so the whole idea is basically in in third world nations yeah people have a lot of children because they don't know for sure like their kid may get picked up by a fucking hyena or like will die of malaria or will die of some other disease. Like they don't know how many of their kids will survive. So they have as many as possible. They just right. pop them out as they come, which is leading to a population. Issue. If you gave them a vaccine, though, it would guarantee that they would not they get wouldn't. eaten by it. Well, you know, well, the, the hyena was, I threw that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. No, the hyenas aren't a factor. Right, right, Maybe okay. less of a factor. Right, okay. But the, the, the diseases, the diseases, right. fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> So that uh, makes more sense. That's now. that's how okay. that works for population control, right? Um, then February 2017, Fauci gives commencement speech at Georgetown, stating there will be a surprise outbreak in this next administration within the next three years. There will be a surprise pandemic. A surprise. Who said pandemic. that? Bill Fauci. Gates. Fauci, oh, Fauci said that did. in the commencement speech uh, yeah, at Georgetown. I played that clip here. Yeah, I've seen. We that played that. Before. I was going to say Bill Gates did it too. No, no. Well, probably. Fauci but, did yeah. say that. I've Fauci seen it before. said that in twenty uh, seventeen. Right. Which Gen is crazy again to think about that you could use the word surprise attack and say when it's going to happen in the span of three years. This are you ready? Coronavirus hasn't happened since. Nothing's been this bad since fucking flu. Spa yeah, the actual you flu, which is still just around. Picked the fucking. Three year period? Fuck you. Yeah. Wait, wait. That was February of 2017. Exactly, almost to the day, three years later, January 7th, almost exactly three years later, was the first case of, like, we first hear about COVID confirmed it's coronavirus in Wuhan. That was the first case. January 27th, 22nd, the pandemic documentary on Netflix comes out. <laughs> Three weeks later, not even two weeks later. After that, the end of January slash beginning of February. You really did make a timeline. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> the end of January, beginning of February, first U.S. COVID case. So it finally hits the U.S. and we found uh, community spread about a week and a half later. This, uh, and then that was then that was the end of the timeline so far. Now oh, okay. we're here where okay. we are. Right. So let's get a little conspiratorial. A lot of stuff happening. Right. A lot of stuff happening. So let's get conspiratorial, guys. What do we got? Uh, what, what do we got? You just gave so much. You don't want I, to dive into something specific. I want to dive into <laughs> all. I, I want to dive into all of it because because there's so the Bill Gates shit. There's so much Bill Gates around lately because there's like a sexual thing about him lately. So I just been seeing his name around. Well, the Bill Gates thing that I just saw. I just watched this. Frank, you got to send you this video. I just watched a communications coach who's like a professor of communications, just like break down the body language of Bill Gates when he was doing that interview. And the lady was just like, real quick side question. <laughs> uh, so, and she like bumped him on Jeffrey Epstein and he got, and he's reading it, dude. And the guy's so fucking funny. He's like, he's like, yeah, like there's clearly a lot of like, he's very flustered and he's very, you know, he's doing all the classic kind of tells. <laughs> and he kept, he broke it down, dude. And he kept being like, he uh, was cracking up during it too. Yeah, he was. Like, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, ooh, yeah, not good here. And he was saying there was one line where he said where he just kept saying like, I just went out to dinner with him. No, he just kept saying, I've said before, I regret those dinners. Right. It's like, that wasn't a question. But it was, all. he said it 
like seven. It was like if he did this thing with like seven words and eight words. It was like I regret this dinner. I really regret this dinner. And he was like, these are signs that someone has like talking points for like a person, a lawyer, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. to like say certain things. Like he never answered the question. He just fucking he doesn't like, want to say too much. Yeah, about banging children. Right. Um, <laughs> Pretty fucking crazy. I feel like if you're, let's say, it's easier to conceptualize Bill Gates as like an evil piece of shit when you think of Bill Gates as Mark Zuckerberg. For some reason, the prop you watched yes, that one facts. you watched that one Netflix documentary about Bill Gates, no, which I, is where I that loved I did, it. I and loved you him. loved I was him. Obsessed with him. You were obsessed with him. So the, it, right. you know, in your conspiratorial and world, wait, it I worked. I forgot to it add worked. that because that was during coronavirus. That documentary came out. I watched it. Oh no, it was right before coronavirus. Was it during coronavirus? It was at my. When did the Bill Gates <laughs> inside of Bill's brain? <laughs> we need to add it to inside the timeline. Bill's brain. We need it. So my exactly. so you loved so him. So that's what like I wanted. And I, I remember just being like, "Bro, why are you so in love with Bill Gates?" September of 2019, right before, like five months before, three, four months before coronavirus hit the fucking Wuhan. Right. So that's what I want to get conspiratorial about because what? there's a lot of conspiracies about Bill Gates, like being involved with fucking let eugenic, me with let yeah, me start with with I'll give you my own fucking timeline. Give me the timeline. So, Bill Gates, this is a timeline. <laughs> wait, you have, wait, you have one on go? your phone? I just got it up while you guys were talking. So, I just want to give you a... It's my background. I, I, I just want to give you a timeline of his net worth, okay? So, oh, okay. 1990, his net worth was $2.5 billion, And that was when, uh, when Microsoft released Microsoft. Windows 3.0. By the end of the year, nearly 2 million copies had shipped. 95, net worth. Okay, so that was $2.5 billion in 90, 1990. We jumped to 95. Net worth, $14.8 billion. Okay. Throughout the early 90s, Gates' fortune rose alongside Microsoft's share price. The company released Windows 95. Okay. So we're at $14.8 billion. It's hard, to, it's hard to keep track with all these zeros. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> 95, 14.8. 97, 39.8. Gates' Hard net double. worth more than doubled from 96. He is now the richest man in the world and $19 billion richer than Warren Buffett. 99, two years later. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember the last one? $39.8 billion was yes, the last one. Yes, $39. Okay. $85 billion. Ooh, another more two than years double. Two years later. Another more than double. Yeah. His uh, increase from black? the previous year is more than $25 billion. Uh, that's roughly $3 million. Billion with a B, that's, that's $3 million per hour. Uh, Fuck okay. me up. So then 2000 comes. That's One, how much per hour? $3 million an hour. Suck a dick, Bill I would Gates. suck all the dicks for $3 million an hour. How's that? For a dick. <laughs> all of them. Everyone. Okay, so it starts to fluctuate. 2000 it goes down to $63 billion. Uh it was because of Microsoft, whatever. 2008, eight years later, we're at 58 billion. 2008 marked the first time in 13 years that Gates was not the richest person. Okay. Oh, no. And then he probably said, you know what? <laughs> I got to do something. <laughs> got to get my stats up. 2009. That was what you just read. Oh, no, 2008. 2008. Okay, we lose another 10 billion. Casual. I feel like you're losing steam here. Yeah. yeah. I am. <laughs> You really lose the steam. <laughs> when does it get conspiratorial? Yeah. I'm just confused because I just realized it stops at 2014. This 2020, one. he gets divorced. It's just a real sad story, you know? <laughs> no, no. I just needed the one from the most recent one. God damn it. <laughs> it stopped at 2014. I have to continue. But that 
it just you fill in the blanks now with your thoughts. I mean, he's Basically, now worth one hundred thirty-two. Once he started million. to get into pharmaceuticals, his net worth skyrocketed, went up times six. Times so, six. So, from where we're at now, right? And then to to just while we're getting conspiratorial, Dylan just showed me this thing. Uh, he sent it to me on Twitter. It's every news network. Right before any segment, they just yeah. flash the Can Pfizer logo. Can you play yeah. it? It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Rogan so, just posted it. It's not just them now. It's like five different networks. It's every network. It's not even just CNN, Fox, and like the. It's it all so of them. funny. It's all. It's, it's also I don't the even first. Know him. It's always the first one right first after one. the thing. And it's a. And it's such a corny, like, shitty logo. It's like so old and just fucking. There it is. CBS in the morning. Anderson Cooper, bitch ass. Nightline. Can you do the soundtrack? Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS <laughs> Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored. It's insane. So back to the conspiracy. Pfizer. So there's conspiracy basically saying that it's all a cahoots thing. Um. And I really, uh, dude, I really had, I had moments where I was like, yeah. And then I had moments where I was like, come on, no, that like, they can't, but like where, like, it's not that far fetched of a concept. Right. I wish it was more, I really wish it was more far fetched. Cause like I'll watch a video of Bill Gates talking about the uh, environment and all this shit. And I'll be like, nah, he seems like a good dude. And then I'll just do a little bit more reading and I'll be like, but he's not obviously, mm. When I'm telling you, when you think of him as, I think you 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 see that puff piece on Netflix, you're like, holy shit, he's a genius. Like, what an innovator. I love him. But in fucking 40 years from now, when Mark Zuckerberg is doing the same shit, like, you're not going to watch Mark Zuckerberg's thing and be like, this guy was the man. You're going to be like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit right. who exploited some really fucked up shit and, like, ruined a lot of people's lives. Well, he's exploited. He's right now under fire for exploiting um, Dude, like, everyone, all the divisive shit that was posted yeah, bro, on Facebook. Yeah, cell phones with, one, two, and three, man. <laughs> We were on to something, which everybody else, the first by time the way, I broke was out on the, to. That was the first time I broke out of the Matrix. That's why I think it was such a, a melting experience for me. Yeah, but then after that, you called me racist a bunch. So, like, you weren't <laughs> even close to being out of I the Matrix. I was breaking out. <laughs> it, was a, it was a messy road, man. Bloody road. There was a lot. Of, there was a lot. I'm like, Joe's a racist. I'm like, all right, we're through that one. And man. I would go to sleep being like, I guess I'm a racist? <laughs> like, I literally was, like, discovering myself newly. I was like, I guess I don't love everybody like I thought I did. That's so weird. Um... So yeah, the Matrix took a while to get broken, but the Matrix is very much in play still because oh, the Matrix is big time in play. What? Give me my guy. Oh, I gave it to Dylan for a sec. Yeah, I'm, did you uh, not? Your boy doesn't need to ski bop today. This is dead. So yeah, it goes back to it all, dude. It, it always goes back to Epstein. It so it always goes back, goes back to Epstein. So it goes back to Epstein because even before. Even before Alex Jones was talking about Bill Gates, be, the Bill Gates conspiracies and shit, and way before COVID, he was talking about Epstein and globalism and eugenics. And by the way, uh, do you know what eugenics are? I just Googled them today. Googled it today. Tell me. It's basically like selecting gene, like discontinuing unwanted gene genes. So like basically creating like like almost like a master race yeah, type of a thing. Like, yeah. like your color, your eye color, your baby, all that shit. Right, exactly. Um, 
also some fishy odd stuff. So I don't really know how that fits into fucking a vaccine. And I'm not uh, again, I'm YouTube people. I'm not saying the vaccine is like a fucking gonna you know is there for for population whatever you're control. saying. To, but what I'm is saying is gonna help them. They're yeah, it would help a little it down. bit. It might care. help a little bit. I will say this in terms of, and this isn't even conspiratorial. This is just facts, but it's honestly horrifying to talk about. Mm-hmm. Have you been keeping up with what's happening in Taiwan? A, a little bit. Not it's pretty really. fucking wild. Yeah, it is. So Taiwan is a, uh, I want to say it's like its own country. It, well, it, and it's an independent it's a, democracy. I'm, I think that's fair okay. to say. And I think it, like 60 years ago, somehow they broke away from China and they just like started living their own lives. And like they, you know, they are a, demo- they're a democracy. Mm-hmm. They are a democracy. They were with China. They broke away like 60 years ago. And now China is like knocking on the door and being like, yo, you're going to um, you're going to be part of like China now. You're going to be part of China. And they're like, "Nah, we're not going to be part of China. I'm so stupid, but this is how I can. The yeah, best I can. do your best. You're doing great. Um, and uh, I think that's been something that's been going on in Taiwan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fear of it. Mm-hmm. It's been there. But it's like escalated to the point where like NBC News is talking about it. CNN is talking, like everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, I've been watching videos that literally have not been able to make me sleep. And it's, <laughs> I was up last night. I was like, I can't go to bed. I'm fucked up right now. I'm fucked up. I shouldn't have done it, but I was well, doing it. It gets scary anytime and China's like China's taking been, action on things. Well, China has flown a record number of uh, aircrafts into Taiwan. Taiwanese airspace like they've never that's why the tensions are rising so much because they're talking more that they're gonna they will they haven't said that they won't like do a hot war they basically said we they haven't said we won't attack right so you know what I mean they haven't said so it's like people are a fucking afraid right now in Taiwan it's a cold war yeah it's a cold war exactly but there's like tensions are like really escalating they're invading their airspace every day they're invading their airspace every day and then did you also see that China has a hypersonic. Uh, they they did a loop yeah. of the globe with the hypersonic with space the hypersonic beam space beam that could nuke anywhere on the planet whenever they want. Yeah, love that for us. And so. we didn't know. And and United States intelligence was like caught off guard, and they didn't know they had that. Technology. What does that say about what's going? And, what are our thoughts on space force now, motherfuckers? My thoughts on space force is yeah, we need it, and we should fuck shit up. Mike I'm Baker scared. on that CIA podcast on the podcast with Joe Rogan said there's a race to this technology and I don't know for certain but I think it's the same I think he was like yeah because it was like three weeks ago mm-hmm. and he was like there's a race to get to this hypersonic technology like blah 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 you know we need they this technology whatever and then like a week later it was like no China has that technology and they fucking flew around the the globe dude there's that's the scariest thing I've ever heard right. um, and pretty, I, I pretty, had this and all those things are true facts. Yeah, those are facts. Those and, are true facts. And here's here, ready for some not facts at all. Um, here's, <laughs> some, here's some not facts at all. Me and Dylan were talking about uh, that. We were talking about the the thing we were just going through, the Russia tape thing. Dylan was kind of telling me about that the other day, and I had this just like deep, like blind fear because like me and Dylan went to a private school and there was a ton of exchange students. 
and all of them were from China. They were all Chinese exchange students. I know. I can't believe I'm bringing this up. I can't believe you're saying this. I know. And it's just, it's, I'm joking around, but like, I'm also scared. But no, I was like, dude, what if like the Chinese, what if that was them infiltrating like our culture? And then all of a sudden, like the flips, the switch is going to get flipped. And then it's just like, ah, they just start killing everybody. No, I love my Chinese friends. Like one of my, <laughs> one of my closest friends in college was this kid, uh, Gary. His name was D. D Mao, Gary. He was from, he was a Chinese exchange student. And, uh, he didn't speak very good English, and I was like his dog. Like I would right. bring him out and shit. Like I, I made him. I didn't make him do anything. He, I was with him when he smoked weed for the first time, and he coughed for like two hours. It was like hilarious. He's a great awesome. guy, and he ended up actually graduating Fordham, and he. I kept in touch with him after school, and he went back to China for a bit, and then he came back, and he was like, he called me one day. He's like, oh, I'm joining the army, and I was like, oh shit. Well, now that I'm saying it, I'm bugging myself. <laughs> So he called me one day. He's like, Yo, I'm joining the army. Um, I would love if you would give me a recommendation because I mean, they need the United to States Army, United States Army. <laughs> no, the Chinese Army. Well, I, I thought you said he went back home. That he came back because oh, his visa expired that. and he had to get a new one. Okay. So he came back and he was like, Yeah, I'm joining the army. I'd love if you gave me a recommendation. They're going to contact you. I was like, Sure. Totally forget about it. Months later, maybe even a year later. I get a call from like no caller ID. I don't answer it. I get another call, no caller ID. I don't answer it. I get a third call, no caller ID. I answer it. She's like, "This is somebody from the FBI, whatever her name was, Susan or what? I don't even know if she gave me her Susan real name. Susan from the FBI. Someone from the yeah, FBI. Yeah, that, that's what she said. She, hey, what's up, Joey? It's Susan from the FBI. <laughs> yeah, she calls me. And she goes, "Okay, um, we, I'm going to need to interview you about D." It's like, okay. She shows up to my office. The FBI lady comes to my office. We get in the conference room and she interviews me about my good friend Gary for fucking like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, he's a great guy. He's the best. I had to like talk him up. I was like, he's such a good guy. Loves America. <laughs> so it was wild. I like got interviewed for some kid. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's Chinese boy. I can't now I feel like I'm that. an enemy of the state. Like I don't even know what's going on. I hope nobody's listening. I'm scared now. <laughs> D, remember, we smoked weed together. It was good times. No, he was my dog. I, I did think. have a, uh, there was a, I told you this story too. There was a kid at work. That I had a very, like, we have aides that come through the office, and aides are usually anywhere between, like, 18 and, like, 23, and, like, they're kind of just, like, got a, you know what I mean? It's like, a, it's like they're just looking for a job, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Some are interested in becoming physical therapists, some just, like, are looking for a fucking job. Right. So By we, the way, really quick, Mike Crispy's watching. He just hit me up, said, sick timeline. What up, Crispy? What up? I had to give a shout out. Um, and uh, me and this kid had, like, a very funny... He was. I thought he was hilarious. Me and this kid had a very funny banter. We would always crack jokes. Like it was a good banter. Everyone in the office thought he was super weird. But I was like, guys, these are trying times. Like we need all the help we can get. We go through AIDS like one every fucking three weeks, and they quit. Like just be nice to them right. because we need these people. So I'm fucking friendly with this guy, whatever. And we were talking about him one day. I was like, no, I think he's great. He's funny, but he does do this weird thing where he hits on me sometimes. And someone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, ah, well, like, sometimes in the morning, like, I'll walk down, he'll be, like, working or something. and be like, hey, man, it's, like, good to see you. And I'd be like, ah, yeah, good to see you too, man. He's like, no, it's, like, really good to see you. And I'd just be like, like... Longing look. I'd be like, all right, man, you're the man, dude. See you later. Like, don't quit. We fucking need you, man. Yeah, you're weird, but and cool. I would, I, I, we, he would kind of hit it. He would do shit like that. Kind of, and he'd be like, you're, it's, it's just so good to see you. Like, you're, you know... It's, but it was, like, funny. It was funny. Like, right. we were fucking get, goofing around. Right. But everyone else was like, dude, he can't say shit like that. I'm like, it's fucking fine. Like, whatever. So he's leaving, and he asked me to do... He asked me to write him a letter of recommendation. How about dude, that? 
We love Asian right. people. Uh, whoa, hey, th- th- he's Chinese. I said Asian. I know, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> no, I, of course we do. And I also, uh, yeah. I said I wouldn't want to fight one. Right. Right. And uh, he, I forgot what I was fucking saying. Oh, he goes, dude, you're the man. Like, I just want to, and I was like, of course. I'll write you, a, you, you put in your work, your time here. I'm like, we, I, will, I will write you a letter of recommendation. He's like, dude, you are the man. When China comes and takes over, I'll tell him that you're one of the good guys. <laughs> that was like the last thing he said to me. I'm like, that's a fire. That's a really good joke. It's a good send-off joke. It's a great send-off See, joke. See, Gary didn't give me that. Gary didn't give me any of that, but I feel like I felt that. Yeah. You know? Okay. I also didn't know about the threat of the Chinese takeover when I was friends with Gary. Right. I wish I did. I would have been I didn't know about work. it when that kid said it to me. I was just like, <laughs> right. all right, cool, man. Right. Oh, wow. That's new. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. it's a great. How joke. did your work respond to that joke? Did they tell them about the the China? No, because they were all really upset. They were all very upset about this kid because apparently he was kind of creepy towards some of the ladies. I imagine but he, he was took the same towards you. Too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He's just being creepy towards everyone. Maybe it's he's fine. Just got an interesting personality. Yeah, some people are just odd. Some people don't necessarily jive socially. Especially the it was same during COVID. Do. People are coming like talking to people for the first time. It's like their first job in a minute. Give him a sec. He right. probably shouldn't tell everyone that they're hot and then it's good to see them. That's <laughs> right. not the best strategy, but it's not the worst strategy. Not the it's not the worst strategy. strategy. I could think of tons. I could think of, of way strategy. more worse shit. Oh my god, he was tons. just being friendly. I could think of tons of worse but you know, strategies. If you're saying, apparently, he like said some weird shit to some of the students, and then when the students get told weird shit, it's bad because like then they go back to the school and they're like that place they had people telling me weird shit, and then student, you know, those liberal but schools, came, you right. know, guy, yeah, I know all about the liberal <laughs> yeah. schools, Fordham. Uh, you don't. Uh, I mean, could, do we think maybe people were just a little sensitive post like mid COVID? That's what I felt. You know, like because social- I I stood up for him. Right. And then I told him, I was like, I asked my boss, I was like, yo, do you have like a, because honestly, the kid was nice. I don't even remember his name. And I had to write him a letter of recommendation. That's a lot of work. I don't got a lot of time. He was okay at what he was doing. He wasn't stand up. You know, he wasn't a stand up. So he deserved, you know, I gave him, there's ratings where you just click a button. I gave him full stars, but the letter of rec was generic. You know what I mean? But he got what he deserved. He got what he deserved. And this is no insult to you, except it's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> I don't see you being the guy who's going to pour a ton of effort into writing anybody a good letter right. recommendation. This is true. Like, you remember in high I school- I wrote someone one that was the generic one, and it was uh, she got in, so I was pumped. Right. Well, then, see, there you go. So, like, remember in high school, there were those teachers where you really had to, like, suck their dick yeah, to Mr. get it. Mr. O'Neill. Mr. O'Neill like, gave me one. Right. He would do 10 a year. You seem like the guy who's like, I'll do it if you ask, but like you're getting the, you're right. getting the, and baseline. you know that from my person, you know that going in, yeah, you know that I'm not gonna go head over heels for you, right? He only I got asked that, you because you were a safe time. space. I was, yeah, exactly. You were a safe space. Right? So I told my boss, I was like, Yo, we got like a generic, uh, a generic template? template that I could just like plug this kid's name into. He was like, the kid who was hitting on you. I was like, <laughs> dude, he was. He's like, dude. That kid was hitting on you. I was like, ah, do you have a template, man? <laughs> I'm doing it already. And that's when your boss follows up with like, you should, you should at least give him the respect of writing something from the heart. The man put it all out there. Like, he did. He hit on you and you fucking baselined him. I mean. You got to put him in their place. Interns? My hose. Uh, <laughs> okay. You and your hose are going to do just fine. <laughs> Oh, right. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I think so. I feel like we started to fall off there a little bit morally. <laughs> <laughs> it felt good on the inside. Once it came out, it felt worse. I'll right. say it. I'll say it that way. Um, all right. We love y'all. Love y'all. Have a great week. And, you know, live life to the fullest because, like, we really don't know if we'll wake up tomorrow, honestly, right. after, after what we just talked about. Right. Um, I'm going to have a good time tonight. <laughs> I'm getting McDonald's we're getting, tonight. We're getting halal. 
I'm getting Ooh. lamb and chicken. I'm getting lamb and chicken too. It's a lamb and chicken kind it's of a live your life kind of a night. <laughs> it's a lamb and chicken kind. Yeah, I might it's even a have a beer. Life. This, it's still 2021. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of stuff. End this year already. <laughs> Goodbye. Lamb. Peace.